Father, we thank you for the songs that have been sung. We thank you for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you for the opportunity to worship you in giving. And now as we look into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our heart that you will be glorified therein. We thank you and honor you for it all. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We are into our second, our second episode of our series entitled Refocus. And our opening thought for today is Jesus says what we focus on relates to what we truly desire in life. And we should truly desire the kingdom of God. I'll say it one more time. Jesus says what we focus on relates to what we truly desire in life. And we should truly desire the kingdom of God. As I said, we are into our second episode of this series. And if you remember last week, our episode was uh, episode number one was being laser focused on Christ. Being laser focused on Christ. And today our subtitle of our series refocus is Eyes on the Kingdom Prize. Eyes on the Kingdom Prize. Which then takes us to our definitions. Our first definition is refocus. Refocus is to change emphasis or direction to change emphasis or direction eyes eyes is the the faculty of seeing power or range of vision hence judgment or taste in the use of the eye and in judging of objects kingdom kingdom is the government or universal dominion of God. And our final definition for today is prize. Prize is that which is obtained or offered as the reward of contest. We are going to be jumping into Matthew, the sixth chapter, starting at verse number 19 through 24. This if you know that Matthew, the sixth chapter, is all based upon what is called the Sermon of the Mount. And Matthew, Matthew, the sixth chapter, starting at the ninth verse, it says this. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Verse number 20 says, But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. 21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. 22, the eye 
is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, in 23, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? 24 says this, no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it fall upon the good soul of our heart in Jesus' name. And so as we make this journey into this subject of the eyes on the kingdom prize, if we reflect back onto the first uh, episode where we talked about having that laser focus, that intense focus. Now, our next step is to ensure that our desire is in the same location as our focus. That's why when Jesus says that where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. He is bringing out the fact that we may not all have 20-20 vision. We may not all even have perfect vision, which is 2015 vision. We may have had either one of those two, and now we now need something to assist us to focus better, but the key of this is, is where is your desire focused on? Is it focused on the things of the earth and what the earth can bring to me, or is it focused on the kingdom and what the kingdom promises are for my life? Because we can all get wrapped around and desire wealth and possessions. We can desire all these things, but in the end, those things all end up in a, the same predicament where moth or rust or thievery or loss, where all these things can occur and it can cause us to some detriment to feel badly because we have lost those things. But if we focus on the kingdom and the kingdom's way of doing things and the kingdom's way of being right and the kingdom's opportunity in our lives to create us to be the ambassadors that God has called for us to be, then we can see that the things that are temporal, the treasures on this earth, they are going to deteriorate. They are going to fall apart. They are going to disappear. But because the kingdom of heaven is eternal, then what we can see and what we can interact with and what we can know about the kingdom will also be eternal. And so we look into the scripture and Jesus is bringing out a very good analogy. He says, if you don't see well, that means that there is the potential of you not being in the right location. I don't know if you have ever tried to maneuver in your house 
with your eyes closed. Uh, some of us do it because we wake up in the middle of the night and think we know everything so well that we wake up in the middle of the night for whatever reason and we say, let's say we're going to the kitchen to get some water or something like that, we will do it in the dark because we have a remembrance of how the layout is. But every once in a while, there is something that because it's in the dark that you don't see that has been repositioned that then causes you some potential pain if you step on that Lego in the middle of the night. Why is it important? It's important that we ensure that we have clarity of our vision, that our eyes are clear, that we're not uh, dividing our eyes into looking at things of the earth and looking at things of the kingdom. If we focus on the kingdom, we find out in this same Matthew, the sixth chapter, Jesus says that if we focus on the kingdom, that all the other things will be added unto us. But we want to add it unto us before we do the focus on the kingdom. And this is how we have to rearrange our thought process. As we talked about last time, that the kingdom of heaven is paradoxical to the kingdom of earth. And because of that, the things that we think that we have to do on earth to achieve are total opposite to the things that we need to do in the kingdom. And so when we are operating, when we are going down through looking at the things that we want to achieve, the first thing that we should desire to achieve is that we have our eyes locked onto the kingdom prize. The kingdom prize is what the kingdom prize is having eternal life with God and all those that believe and are called into his family. It's very easy for us to get so wrapped around what is happening in the earth that we lose sight of or we lower our vision or which also lowers our expectation and we allow the things of the world to pull on us and to try to push us to the side and tries to make us feel that we are not worthy of what God has done for us. Because we have not really done anything in order to receive what God has done for us. Amen. And because of that very thing, it causes some people to believe that I have to do some things in order to be eligible to receive what God has done for us. Which is total opposite or paradoxical to how the kingdom of heaven works. It's a gift of God. Why? Because God doesn't want anybody to boast in their abilities. He wants them to trust, lean on, and depend on him. Him alone. And because of him alone, he doesn't allow anything else to provide the opening by which you come into the kingdom. Jesus said it like this. He said that you must be born again, and the way that you're gone again, you have to go in through 
the narrow gate. How do you go through the narrow gate? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That no man can come to the Father except by me. Which means that there are things in the earth that will try to mimic the things of heaven in order to cause your vision to not be focused in the right place. And when you focus on something long enough, it then becomes the desire of your heart to do that, which means that you are now treasuring that thing. And Jesus said, where your heart is or where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. That's where you have that correlation because your heart, your center is what drives your desire. There used to be an opportunity for us to look into this thing called, I think it was called a kaleidoscope. And if you look in the kaleidoscope, it would show you all these different designs and all these different things. And it, it would, you could have it spinning and all this other stuff. But once you set down the kaleidoscope, guess what? There's nothing else for you to see. But if you do it long enough, you may see little images of that that, that are still going around in your brain because you've done it for so long. And the same thing can happen to us when we focus on the things of the world too long and we get so intensely uh, interwoven with it, it could cause us to not see that there's nothing there, but there's imprints in our mind that, that tries to convince us that it is still there for us, which can lead to a very, very sad situation. Where we are going to and where we are finding ourselves in this is the fact that our eyes are very important to us. Our eyes bring in uh, images and bring in the signals and allow us to maneuver. Our eyes are very important. So that means that if they're very important, that it is something that we should be taken care of. Not only taken care of, but we should also use it with wisdom. That's with anything that you have. There should be some wisdom involved in you utilizing that item. Why? Because when you focus on something for too long, or if you focus on something a whole lot, then that becomes a part of your treasure. And guess what? That also becomes a part of your heart. Quite simply, I remember a time when folks would say that they couldn't do anything at 3 p.m. Why? Because General Hospital came on. And they built their whole day around General Hospital. Now, if you uh, came up around us, then you would know that at 11 o'clock, when you went over Grandma's house, she was going to be watching The Price is Right. And 
the, the point is that when you start focusing on things, you start building everything else around the things that you're focused on. I'll get you there in a minute if you think about it. So what we focus on, we make sure that we position things around it so it does not interfere with what we are focused on. If I was to ask you today, what are the things that you are maneuvering around so that it can always be present in your life? Is it a kingdom thing or is it a thing of this world? Do you have your Bible study time at a consistent time or you fit it in where you can get it in because General Hospital is coming on or the Price is Right is coming on and you can't miss to see what happened to Luke and Laura. I think that was the names of the folks when I was growing up. You can't miss what's happening to Bob Barker and Plinko and, and all of You can't miss those things. So you maneuver the other things around it. But what God wants us to do is to say, these are the things that I'm focused on, the things of the kingdom, life, peace, joy in the Holy Spirit. Why do we want to focus on these things? Because what we focus on becomes a part of who we are and it becomes a treasure to us. Now, I'm not faulting what they call them, the soap operas. I'm not faulting the morning game shows. I'm not faulting them, but because we make a decision in order to follow those things. With that being said, it becomes our responsibility to focus on the things that we should focus on. Y'all remember back in the day when TVs first came out, they had these little things on the top. It was like a box, had these two wire things sticking up. And when them things, and when them things broken off, you go get a coat hanger and stick it in one of the things, you know, uh, they called them rabbit ears. And what you would do is you would position the rabbit ears in order so that you could see the signal more clearly. Now, if you were fortunate enough <clears throat> to have uh, children at, in those days, or what you would do, you would sit and watch the television, and you would tell the child to adjust the rabbit ears so that you could get a clear picture. And once the picture was clear, then you could go on and watch whatever it was that you wanted to watch. Some of us need to make some adjustments so that we can see clearly what it is that we are looking at. I'm not talking about you, so look straight ahead and nobody will know if I really am talking about you. So we have to look at what we are looking at and making sure that what we're looking at is what we need to be looking at. Why? We need to use our laser focus, our intense focus to focus on the things of God because the things of God are eternal. Because they are eternal, that means that there is no end to them. But if we do not focus on the things of God and the things of righteousness and the things that will be eternal, then it means that thing has an expiration date. When we are 
using our eyes to see and allowing the thing that we see to become a part of our heart so that it then becomes the treasure of our lives, we have to reevaluate, is this worth my life? Is this worth what I expect in the future? Is this worth me not doing things that are in the way that I need to work around in order to continue on with my day? Remember, what's important to you, what is the thing that you are focused on, you will work around or work everything else around it so that you can focus on that which you want to focus on. Notice that I keep saying want to because it is a decision that you have to make. Why is it a decision that you have to make? It's because that's how God created. He does not want to force anything upon you. He wants you to desire to do it. It is easier for me to teach someone that wants to learn instead of a person that does not want to learn. Why? Because you first have to work over the obstacle and then begin the teaching. But if a person is willing to learn, then it just becomes easier because then you can expose them to the information. And as we look into where Jesus says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. We see how he quickly says that your eye is the lamp of your body. It provides the illumination of your body. It provides the opening so that you can see and that you can reason and that you can make decisions. That is why if your eye is healthy, he says, it provides light and your body will be full of light. However, if your eye is bad, if your eye is not focused appropriately, then guess what? Then you will have darkness. You will have some areas that are causing conflict and uh, uh, pain to you because they are not aligned with how you want to conduct your life. And then he says this closing thing, and I want us to look at this with eyes of understanding. He says, no one can serve two masters. You can't serve two masters. Why? Because he will either hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. And then he concludes it by saying you cannot serve God and money. Isn't it funny? Isn't it significant? Isn't it ironic how he doesn't say serve God and the world? 
how he says you cannot serve God and money. Because in the Old Testament, in Ecclesiastes, it says money answers all things. So you cannot serve money because it will conflict with the things of God. So how do we make this transition to make sure that we are not vacillating between God and money? Look at your checkbook. Oh, I'm sorry. Go online and look at the register that shows your spending. I know because if I bring out a checkbook, y'all be looking cross. Y'all be like, what is that? But if you go online and you look at the distribution of your monies, then you can realize what your focus is on. Why? Because where your treasure is, your heart is also. Are y'all getting how this all wraps itself together is that as you see things, as you desire and want to do things, that your heart begins to follow after that, which then brings your treasure along with you because it is something that you desire. So are you desiring to do the things of heaven? Are you designed to do the things that will get you to the kingdom? And when you start doing the kingdom things, you will get the kingdom prize. Because we want our eyes to be on the kingdom prize. What is the kingdom prize? The kingdom prize is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Are we walking in righteousness? God's way of doing, being, and living right. Are we walking in peace, the shalom, the whole being of who we are and who God is in us? And are we in every situation counting it all joy? Are we saying I am thanking God in the midst of this situation that he is watching over me and keeping me. We're thanking him in the situation because we know that we have victory in him and him alone. So our eyes, which then means our focus, which means our desire, which means our heart, which means our treasure is focused on the kingdom prize, which is having eternal life with Jesus Christ, our Lord. Our opening thought today was this. It said, Jesus says what we focus on relates to what we truly desire in life. And we should truly desire the kingdom of God. And so my final thought for today is this. We will keep our focus and our desire set on Christ Jesus. Because if we set our focus and our desire on Christ Jesus, then guess what we have? We have the kingdom focus, which means we shall receive the prize of the kingdom, which is eternal life.
Now, you may have heard this and, 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 and it's kind of got something going in your head, but I want you to understand that the key to this is that you have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It is mandatory. It, there's no other way around it. Jesus says that I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, that no man comes to the Father except by him. And because of that very reason, we need to ensure that we have everything in place in order for that to happen. The Bible makes it very plain and clear that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Why? Because with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Because everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And we want this desire for you. What if you do not? It says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we want you to have that gift. We want you to have that eternal life. We want you to make that decision, to make that confession, to believe that Jesus is what you need in your life. And we don't want you to feel that you are by yourself in this. We say it like this, that this is not an individual event, but a team sport. And we want to come alongside you and assist you along your journey. And so if the decision that you've made, no matter where you are in the world, we want you to contact us. You can contact us at info at godshousecc.com. Or you can text us at 864-920-0100. We will go wherever you are in the world. We will be in contact and assist you to operate in the power of this journey that Jesus has for you. Friends and family, that's episode number two. It's in the books, having our eyes on the kingdom Prize. What you are focusing on will drive what you are focused on. And we want our eyes, our desire to be focused on the kingdom of heaven that we might receive the prize in due time. That's it for this week. Next week we'll be into episode number three. If you can come on out here to 642 Fairview Road here in Simpsonville, South Carolina, 10 a.m. on Sunday. We'd love to have you come. If you're just driving through and happen to come on in, we'd be happy, glad, and chuck uh, uh, giggly about you coming to hang out with us. By all means. And until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name. Amen.